0: Come, Holy Spirit, and touch my lips. Come, Holy Spirit, and illuminate our minds. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill our hearts with love for you. Amen. During Lent at morning prayer, we work our way through different passages of Jeremiah. And usually... One of us is reading, and we have a phrase that begins something along the lines of, yeah, I'll take one for the team. Jeremiah is not the easiest book in the Bible to read. Most passages start, woe is me, or thus says the Lord, and then proceeds many verses of disaster to fall upon people. It's not exactly cheery reading, first thing in the morning. But let's think about when this book was set. It's set in the fifth century before Christ. It's set at a time when the Babylonian empire is really strong and Judah, the kingdom of Judah has been overthrown. Not once, not twice, but then in the third invasion, Jerusalem also falls. The people of God are in exile. Their God and all that was promised to them seems to have been ash and dust. It's gone in the wind and they are living in an alien culture with alien gods, trying as best as possible to make their way in the world. And here is Jeremiah, this prophetic figure, who comes along and basically starts every sentence by saying, thus says the Lord, or woe is me, and begins to castigate the people for the way in which they have turned their back on God. The God who promised that he would be their God and they would be his people. And yet the people can't hear what Jeremiah is saying. They even at one point put him in a pit because they don't want to hear anything more that he's got to say. Because actually what he's got to say is really uncomfortable. What he's got to say is the message that is coming from God through him but nobody wants to listen to that because actually they just want to see if they can get through life where they are. They've turned to worshipping Baal, the god of the Babylonians and more than that of giving offerings and not living out that promise, the promise of God. And God is desperately through Jeremiah trying to call them back. As we heard Heather read, Obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk only in the way that I command you so that it may be well with you. Obey my voice, says God. But what voice, what has God got to say? Apart from, if you don't do this, then I'll do this. The people don't want to listen. And God knows that, so why does he keep trying? He says, so you shall speak all these words to them, but they will not listen to you. You shall call to them, but they will not answer you. You shall say to them, this is the nation that did not obey the voice of the Lord, their God, and did not accept discipline. Truth has perished. It is cut off from their lips. So why does God keep trying? And more to the point, maybe for us today, is God still trying? Have you ever heard God's voice? If so, how did it sound? What did it sound like? What did it say? How is God's voice perpetuated in our world today? Are there people like Jeremiah that we need to listen to? Or does God speak directly to each of us? I think it's a mixture of both. Personally, for me, God speaks through my heart through the ways in which I feel about things. I don't ever hear a very clear voice coming out of a cloud. Not like Jeremiah did anyway. I'm never given specifically the words to speak. Or am I? When I sit down to write a sermon, when I stand to preach it and I go off piste, I don't always say exactly what I've written. Are those not the words of God coming through me? I think they are. And yet, a little like Jeremiah, all of us who preach turn and say to God at a time or another, but how can you use me? I'm just this ordinary person, I'm this broken person, how can you use me for your words? And yet somehow that is exactly what God has done all through the story of his people. He's used broken people, people who just thought that they were ordinary, to do the work of his kingdom and that's what he continues to do Today. I wonder if Jeremiah or the prophets were around today. I wonder what the message would be for us. We sometimes hear ourselves saying, well, there aren't any prophets today. We don't have prophets in our society. Except we do. Of course we do. I wonder what they'd be asking of us today? What about those voices that clamour and prophesy climate change? All those voices that we've chosen not to listen to because they were people predicting doom and gloom and we were all having a nice happy time, thank you very much. Go away and leave me alone. I don't want to think about climate change until it's now nearly too late. Now, we might sit up and begin to listen. But had God not been trying to tell us through many people down through the years and the ages, but we would not obey his voice. We would not listen and we would not answer. I'm even quite shocked still particularly at the moment and I know we're all desperate for a holiday. I really do get that but over the last few days as people have been talking about the road map out of lockdown and the ability to be able to go on holiday, the amount of interviews I've seen with people who said "Oh, I can't wait to jump on a plane. Hang on a minute, I thought we weren't going to do flying. I thought that was one of the things that we were going to try to curtail. Are we not listening? Are we not answering? Are we still thinking about the gods that we want rather than what God knows will give us life and allow us to live well? And then, as this last year has shown us, the massive inequality in people's lives. Certainly, the Black Lives Matter protests around the world have highlighted how racism is still a massive issue in all our societies. But we've had prophets talking about equal rights for generations. Have we not listened? Are we not answering? It would appear if in 2021, we still have these issues and they're not exactly diminishing. We haven't been listening to the prophets that God has sent, to the will of the one who wants equality for all. Are we going to sit up and listen now? Or will we just say, well, that doesn't affect me. That's not something I need to be interested in. It doesn't matter what heritage you have. Equal rights for all are part of the justice of God's kingdom and when one person is hurting it hurts us all. Will we listen now? Will we answer God now? In the protests that are going on in Myanmar at the moment. Reflecting some of the protests that are happening in Hong Kong as people's freedoms are taken from them forcibly. Have we not been listening for the generations since our first two world wars, but also the wars previous and since? Have we not listened about the fact that democracy and freedom for people is the best way in which to enable life in all its fullness? Apparently not. And remarkably, there doesn't seem to be much protest about the way in which protesters are being treated. Are we not listening to God's voice yet again? Are we not answering back? We are too divided, it would seem, too intent on living our own lives, the lives that we want to make as comfortable as possible. And there's nothing wrong in that as long as We are also voices for those who need change. There's not much point in getting on a plane and having a lovely two weeks in the sun if it's contributed to climate change that will leave the whole planet in disarray. There's not much point... In keeping to our own houses and our comfortable lives, if actually when it comes to us needing equality or a voice to speak for us, there's no one left. And there's not much point in saying, but I'm safe in my country, we have freedom in democracy, until the day we don't. Obey my voice, says God to Jeremiah. Tell the people, obey my voice, listen to me and answer me back. How do you answer God? Usually, however much you don't want to, you end up answering yes. But it goes much deeper and further than that. It's a yes to start with. And then it's an action, a work, a being, a way of living that contributes to the health and the well being of all creation. God sent Jesus finally. He revealed himself because he tried to do so in all of the prophets that had gone before, and nobody had listened. And even then, when he comes as Jesus, people still can't see, don't want to open their ears. Are we still doing the same? When God is in front of us, in the person of Jesus Christ, do we actually take him to our hearts and allow him to equip us to listen to God and to answer? I'm not saying it's easy. It very certainly isn't. But if we refuse, gather with Christ to listen and to work with God for his kingdom then as Jesus says in the end of that reading from Luke whoever does not gather with me scatters left to our own devices rather than what God knows, which is that together we can be strong. Divided and scattered, we are not. So the question for us as we go into these last couple of weeks of Lent And to the cross and then to the resurrection. Is do we want to listen to that voice? And do we want to gather with Christ? And do we want to be part of his kingdom? Amen.